wig? Did you just say wig? Wig, okay. Hi, kids. Oh, hello. <laughs> I know Martyr. you're keeping that in. <laughs> I know. It's C-Temper. It's Martyr. It's Yay. <laughs> and this is... Wig it out! <laughs> um, it is... Surprise. It's our two-year anniversary. Yeah, which I would not have known if you had not told me. <laughs> um, it's like a week after the two-week anniversary, Whatever. but it's our two... It's our two... It's- two week that, anniversary it's our no two one year cares like when our episodes come out it's fine. i know um <laughs> oh I, I realized the other day like our first episode came out on 420 oh um, did it really <laughs> of 2019 i think we recorded we it, recorded like, like a month before though I think. yeah yeah and then um but it didn't get approved by all uh, the podcasting right, stuff right, right. until 420 that so, makes sense you know now we're now we're weed queens apparently i don't know we are <laughs> well it is legalized that's something it that's is legalized oh god bless god bless um but yeah hey kids we're <laughs> just doing a chill talk between me and caitlin yeah today um i'll guess it's been a busy busy time and so we thought we could reacquaint ourselves with our audience and say hi yeah have, like, also nice if little... like anyone listens to us can you let me know <laughs> <laughs> I really I'm just like who the hell is listening to us because I don't know please text Caitlin at no, yeah no text me at my DM at C Tepper on oh Instagram gosh. slide in oh. I just want to know or slide into our like actual Instagram we need more people to follow it please I don't want to pay for followers that's lame T oh my god maybe I should do that next anniversary i'll just buy us a bunch of honestly (laughs) like just i feel like it would help us get more guests on the show (laughs) because they look at like how low it is and they're like no (laughs) yeah that's fair that's very fair yeah but um caitlin what do you want to talk about first since it's just so we're gonna since it's just us but like we haven't done like one of these since like january i definitely want to be a little bit drag race heavy especially because it's coming out this episode is coming out like tomorrow so the yeah. finale just happened this weekend literally but i just want to start from uk because we like that's where we i don't mm. know it just makes more sense because uk was shorter <laughs> works for me works for so me so we'll just talk about uk then we'll talk about season 13 and then the finale and then we'll get more in depth about me and martyr or martyr and mm. i since oh. our first episode i guess <laughs> <laughs> um okay drag race uk yeah um one of i think i could say this after the whole season yeah. aired one of the better seasons of drag race so to come out i was talking to vicky deville yesterday and i was like you know what like if i include like international seasons with like all the drag race i'm like this is like my top three my number one is always gonna be season six number two is all stars two and i think drag race uk two is my like number three which is insane i was i mean i really really love the first season of drag race uk because i'm a huge anglophile but (laughs) i season two like especially going through season 13 and having it air at the same same time you really like got to compare the two and man it just kind of blew everything out of the water (laughs) i i was like actively ready to watch and like craving to watch 
uh, season two of Drag Race UK. Like, it was just so, like, I just got had that energy of, like, early Drag Race. So, like, that's, yes. that's why I worked for me. Um, and, yeah, the cast is just phenomenal. Oh, like, I didn't want anybody to leave. No! But... <laughs> That's how you know you have a good season when you don't want, like, anyone to leave. Even the queens who, like, aren't aesthetically pleasing or whatever, they still have, like, so much personality that, like, you rooted for them anyway. And there was, like, drama with, like, Jenny leaving early, COVID happening halfway through. Yeah, there's so much that happens in, like, this span of 10 episodes, I think. Yeah. That's insane. It, It was a really good season, and with the rumored... All stars. Oh, the international all stars. No, they definitely filmed it already. Yeah, they did that but, like January, I think. Mm, but um, I'm excited to see more UK girlies. Um, I still, I I think I said this like so many times. Um, but I was Team Taste since the beginning. Same, I was Team Taste <laughs> since the beginning. Yep. And like as the season was watching, it felt like rooting for Naomi in season eight. Like it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna but, happen. Like, I'm glad she's there. Though <laughs> so I would, I like Lauren Shaney at least in the like. So we'll talk about it a little bit later. But like Lauren Shaney in the beginning like started off so strong and then she kind of plateaued. But mm-hmm. you know, taste just never really took off, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bimini, Bimini came out of nowhere for so, me. So Bimini uh, was also one of the queens, because I, I just love her look. She's just, like, the type of drag queen, like, I really like as far as, like, aesthetics. And, mm-hmm. like, I was just like, this queen is gorgeous, like, before the season started. I'm like, I we'll see how she does. And, like, then she just fucking killed it <laughs> yeah last couple like her and lawrence like they like separated yeah yeah it was insane like lawrence um, was like super high up like when the season first started then the pandemic happened and then bimini just fucking took over yeah um and one of the better drag race songs came out of the season yes. two with bing bang bong oh my god um, that's my workout I, song i fucking I, love that it's song. it's a bop i've i halfway half the time i'm at work now i just go bing bang bong to myself and just like <laughs> perks me up a little bit so well uh. like on spotify so like i just listen to random drag race songs and then like sometimes the other bing bang bong will come on and i get like i'm like oh yeah it's coming it's coming and then i'm like oh wait i don't even know what verses these are <laughs> from the other queens on that episode <laughs> the only like line i know from heart is just like release the beast the bay. <laughs> oh yeah um but yeah what a fun season um i maybe i'll rewatch it again soon it just it it just felt like really genuine and that's why i liked it a lot so (laughs) what do you think about the h&m dress controversy okay and what rue said Um, about quote-unquote local queens (laughs) um so i okay I like some of the com- I, I don't know if Rue made this comment if it was on the TV show or mm-hmm. what have you but like buying store bought I think and critiquing it that way is very classist um like not everybody can buy custom clothing and oh, not yeah. everybody can like like people can sew but like doesn't mean you're good at like designing or like tailoring tar- like those are three other like yeah. different um aspects of d- uh sewing and creation and stuff so like I think buying store bought for like local gigs is fine yeah and you should do that yeah um the thing with the critique of like um oh like stone it or like just make it like just up it yeah i think is appropriate for i agree i agree 
um like accessorizing it differently than just like, throw some rhinestones on yeah um i i can agree with that fullheartedly um and but what was the other thing that i wanted to mention um What queen was this? I'm so confused. I forgot. Joe Black. <laughs> oh, Joe Black. Joe Black. Um, uh-huh. Well, so from Joe Black's side of what happened, because they've been pretty vocal about it on Twitter. Um, so the pandemic happened. None of these queens are making any money. They're on Drag Race UK. You're not making any money. They had Joe had to sell all their drag. Um, found out they're coming back. Had to like kind of beg people to give some drag back to compete on the show again. But also they said they wanted to um just be have a basic dress like the look was to be kind of basic for their group so that's just what they were going for that that was the comment i wanted to mention um was that like i think it's like an unspoken rule that like during the challenge you can wear kind of more basic oh yeah um like i think that's acceptable to a point because it's just like half the time it's like fast drag or very basic characters kind mm-hmm. of like you, I don't if someone wears like eleganza on a challenge that doesn't ask for it I'm going to be like what the fuck are you doing And that's happened to the All-Stars like like season 3 and 4 I think like they all got fucked over because they spent mm-hmm. like hundreds of thousands of dollars on certain looks and then they ended up being in like in a 5 second like challenge or something Yeah mm-hmm. and it's just um yeah I so I think the whole comment was kind of like gross coming from Rue. Yeah. Especially with the pandemic and shit. Also like, like the um, whole um you need a team of 50 people, then you'll look like me. Like what? Like mm-mm. you didn't look like you <laughs> back in the day. We remember top model Rue. We remember. <laughs> Not even that. I'm just like like <laughs> 80s Rue, like when Rue mm. wasn't anything. Like, you know, yeah. Rue wasn't wearing like couture shit. She was just wearing like trash a lot of times, like actual trash. And um, there's been that article that, like, circulated recently um, about, like, the price of going on uh, Drag the Race. The Vice article. It's a very good yeah. read. I really – if you like Drag Race, I highly recommend it. Um, I also watched uh, Bussy Queen's video about it, and they did all this math calculating oh, how wow. much it would cost. Oh, wow. I need to cost. see that. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. Um, these girls are paying too much. I can just say that. right. Like, some of these payments are, like, more than my tuition, and I – I have two, deg- three degrees. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's kind of insane to me that to ask a girl to like have custom clothes for a, a main stage challenge. I don't know. It, it bothered me a lot, but um, I mean, it's just kind of like where drag race is at the moment. Yeah. It's just like, um, it's really just catered towards straight audiences at this yeah. point. Yeah, because, like, I love me a good look, um, but I love me a better look when, like, it's made by, hand, like, someone, the queen made it or something. Um, yeah, I definitely respect you more if it's made by hand. Like, all yeah. of Ellie Diamond's um, outfits, I was like, yeah, girl. Yeah. You're, you're fucking um, talented. I, Show it off. People are mad about, like, the same silhouette, but I'm like, she made it. Like, it looks great. So Bianca had the same silhouette. She fucking won. She fucking won. So. I mean. It should granted, be about your personality, too. Not just yeah. what you're um, And that kind of... The opposite was kind of shown in season 13. And we can kind of get into that yeah. right now. Well, I know. actually... I just want to... Just to wrap it up. Um, mm. So, Lawrence Cheney won. 
Do we think oh, yeah. the right queen won? Yes. Um, I, as much as I love Tace and Bimini, I th- think um, she was like the right choice for the season, just like overall. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I think the wrench of COVID kind of threw in there, like kind of ruined her steam. Yeah. Just like before COVID, the COVID episode, like she was steamrolling the yeah. competition and then like came coming back, like everyone's in a different headspace right now. So I, I didn't really give her shit for that. Um, and I mean, Rue loved her. I, the writing was on the wall. Oh, like the first episode. 100%, 100%. <laughs> for me, I was okay with either, um, even though I was team taste, I was okay with mm. either um, Lawrence or Bimini winning. I think they mm. did equal. <laughs> yeah. Bimini slightly won ahead by one challenge, but they were equal. Um, it's the first plus size queen who's ever won mm-hmm. drag race. That's a big deal. And it's the first Scottish queen. As we learned on the show, Scotland doesn't really have a drag scene. I, mm-hmm. I figure they're going to go with Scotland. It just, if there's not that many Queens from there yeah. and the, the, this one queen is just so exceptional, then obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, um, I, yeah, like I said, writing was on the wall, so I'm not mad about it. Um, I as much as I love Bimini, and then some of the fan reactions are always Ugh. gross. It's always that's, every that's every season. Every season, <laughs> I just want to murder people. I'm like, yeah. I don't know who you are, but shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> um, like I saw a lot of like fat shaming. Oh and my shit god! And well, like phobia. Yeah, it's just it. well, someone um, this is like kind of separate, but someone said all the like the top. Well, like, Tace and Bimini, I feel, and Ahura, like, they all got modeling contracts the second the show ended. What happened mm-hmm. to Lawrence? Why isn't Lawrence, like, doing high fashion stuff? Like, she obviously, like, can do that. It's just because of her weight. Like, yeah. it's kind of weird. Because, like, I don't, I can't remember if she made a lot of her outfits. I think she did. Yeah. And, like, they were just as spectacular oh, as... Yeah. Um, if not better than some things that Taste wore. Yeah. Um, no offense to Taste, but I'm just saying. We love Taste, yeah. by the way. Taste is like, yeah. I, I want to meet her so bad. I'm uh, obsessed yeah. with her. <laughs> I, I'm obsessed with her. She seems like a mean bitch in the face, but like. She's funny. As she fuck. seems also nice as fuck. Yeah. She's um, so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know her personally, but she's hilarious. <laughs> if that means that um, Taste and Bimini and Ellie can come back for all-stars oh yeah i'm for it or international I, um all-stars whatever the hell i don't know what they're yeah. planning on doing but sure they're doing something some i know it's nonsense. more than just uk mm-hmm. it's allegedly maybe um thailand which i still need to watch and um definitely canada i know canada queen is canadian queens are on there and i think a few u.s queens but oh like is there many i think interesting don't quote me. Okay. I, I feel like that um, would actually be very interesting if they put some U- uh, U.S. queens yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, like, I think, like, one or two. But, like, I didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then transitioning into this season that just ended, season 13. U.S. <laughs> um, we did it, ride. kids. We what did it, Joe. <laughs> oh, my God. Did so, we, so did this, we survive? Um, someone's – I don't know where I read – I, probably Instagram. Um, this season has as many episodes as season three. So these are both the longest seasons wow. that have ever been. See, done. season thir- uh, three doesn't drag, though. It does not drag. <laughs> Pun intended. Pun intended. Because <laughs> um, I think the biggest problem with this 
season was like the pacing. Oh my and... god! So even the first two episodes, because I did a Thodacy interview, and I it, it had only been like one or two episodes, and I was like, I'm bored already, and that boredom did not really change yeah. at any point. Uh, <laughs> the more recent seasons, I've stopped watching after a certain point. Yeah. Like, um, I I skipped the roast. I didn't watch that. Oh, this one. Um, yeah, this the roast episode is actually very good. There's only a I heard couple it was good. good episodes, and that's one of them. Um, I skipped the roast. I skipped the last episode. All right, you didn't miss um, And one. I missed most of the pocket, uh, the pockets runway, like that whole oh. episode. <laughs> I mean, um, I, the only thing I even remember is Candy Muse's um, outfit. <laughs> which was made by pinwheel yeah. and i'll defend pinwheel well then pinwheel did the next episode's outfit and everyone mm-hmm. was fucking living so good for yeah pinwheel. um so i'll defend pinwheel i liked the first outfit too oh so but pinwheel if you listen to this come on she probably doesn't but i know she yes, doesn't come on. but <laughs> someone someone um sent the clip of me asking her to come on okay and then okay. <laughs> we can have mostly co- so we can respond to her um her watching oh, her stuff me on TV. My God! So she, so the pocket challenge, like the judges fucking eviscerated Candy for that look, and Pinwheel, the designer, did a like a kind of like a live Insta story thing about it, and it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. I was mm-hmm. dying laughing. It was so funny. She was so upset, but it like. You know, she yeah. wasn't like crushed. She was just yeah. like sad, but yeah. in a funny way. It was just oh man. It was good, yeah. but. Um, yeah, this season, um, what a, what a journey. <laughs> the thing is, I think a lot of the queens were great on the show. They just didn't know what to do with them. They mm-hmm. just, obviously, me and was like, we need whatever, like 17 episodes, whatever the hell it is. I think it's 16 mm-hmm. episodes. Um, no, you didn't. <laughs> the rumor was, I don't, I don't know how true this is, but it kind of makes sense in my head, was mm-hmm. that they had to cancel Celebrity Drag Race because of mm-hmm. COVID. And so, like... Drag Race just like absorbed those episodes, and and which gave us the 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 three opening episodes that no one got eliminated, and then like Ugh. the COVID special. Um, so <sighs> it was just yeah, it was a like I, I mean it, at the end of the day, it's a competition show. You need some stakes. You have to be yeah. invested, and like the talent was there. It's not the talent's fault. It's just the actual production's issue. I I mean I think they did that to kind of give the girls like a moment in the spotlight yeah. again because like i but, mean look, l- luckily so, they could probably start touring again soon that's a good point but so, the, the um, thing is with yeah. uk less is more like joe black left the first episode but joe black made enough of an impression that like everyone's just like oh my god this queen's been robbed yeah. what happened like yeah. there's a way to do it i understand why everyone wants airtime like these queens are spending so much fucking money on the outfits i get that <laughs> Yeah. I, and I think, like, doing the runway, like, right off the bat is smart. So they can at least have a chance to show at least, like, three or four looks. Oh, my God. And the lip syncs. I forgot about the how they actually did the oh, season yeah. one format with the lip syncs. I think we talked about it in January, but, ugh, no. And then RuPaul's psychological experiment in the pork chop waiting time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was kind of worth it for that. But, man, just sitting through every single queen having to lip sync right at the beginning. So boring. So yeah. Boring. It was it was a weird paced season. I really hope they, like, take some lessons from this. Because I feel like they do try to improve every season. I thought season 12 was fucking 
one of the better seasons in recent memory of like regular drag race so mm. hopefully like they can take some things that worked from like season 12 try some new stuff but not too many new things for 14 well um i think willem and alaska commented on their podcast um like there's no like going back from doing the lip sync in the beginning kind of episode really i think they could totally do something different uh like it's that's so like boring so high, it, but it's like so high stake like they because uh, i mean the girls knew or didn't know that they weren't going to get eliminated and sent home but like it's so high stake at that point that it's just like i don't know i don't see like a normal i feel like season they'll do, after this uh, kind of. like the opening episodes are always like kind of a big deal i think they'll be able to get like like Cher said she wants to do drag race so if they can get mm-hmm. Cher in the first season, uh, first episode, and, like, do something around that, boom. Mm-hmm. Much better and, like, figure it out that way. I like how they did it for season six when they did, like, a split open. Yes. I thought that, I was, thought that was fun. But, like, they had t- – first of all, the episodes were totally different the first two episodes of season six. Like, one was, yeah. like, a modeling challenge, and then one was um, – I forgot what else. They did uh, – Crafting – challenge yeah or is that what you're talking about well like so each episode they had different um tasks to do like they right. split up the queens but they were doing like separate things yeah so it wasn't uh, like repetitive and you yeah. still got to meet them all yeah and choose your favorites um and i think that worked out the best oh, i yeah. wouldn't mind them bringing it back that for me. I, I wish they would i i kind of yeah. miss the photography challenges because like i've been as usual re-watching the earlier seasons and like like when they like tried to copy America's Next Top Model format, I think it worked really well because it's yeah. already a proven format for a different show, and you know the queens, it works. It works for the queens. Yeah. Um. Before uh, we take a break, I we're gonna keep talking about Drag Race season thirteen, but I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on the um reunion special for this season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, cause I remember the shit show that was last year's oh, yeah. meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I get why they did the music videos. I didn't completely hate the music videos, but they did like, it was two hours that we didn't really need mm-hmm. on television. Absolutely. Cause I, I like the reunions cause I like when beef is brought up again and like squashed or like we have like those mm-hmm. sentimental moments. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking like. Asia on season 10 talking about when the vixen left like mm-hmm. that kind of moment mm-hmm. um do i look uh, do, do i look bothered to you kind of moment mm-hmm. like season nine reunions like peak oh season nine <laughs> reunion nothing will ever top that reunion. um like i miss the early season format oh. of like reunions yeah. Oh, yeah. um where just like just talking with each other and like drama coming out and mm-hmm. shit like i i love those. like behind the scenes drama yeah um and like that wasn't really, yeah. Ugh. This season, I hated this season was it. kind of always, yeah. I hated it with such a passion. The music videos are boring. The only one, good one was like Lala Ree. I kind of like Tamisha Amans because it was funny. Um, but, man, just a huge waste of time. They could have yeah. easily flown those girls out yeah. and just had them in a room. It's not like yeah. last year where, like, everything was, like, shut down and, like, there was nothing they could do about anything. Yeah. This, I mean, things have kind of lifted. They could have gotten them all like Johnson Johnson's shots, I'm sure, without a problem. I'm sure production could have figured that one out. Yeah. So it was a huge missed opportunity, especially like 
where I'm going to talk a little bit about the finale, just a tiny bit, um, because Lala Ree won Miss Congeniality. I would have liked to have seen why she won that, because she didn't get much airtime on the show. And um, I would just like to see how the girls interact with each other, especially after all this time. Yeah. Because that's, like, the whole point. This is just, like, a drag race social experiment, seeing how, like, it's like a real-world phenomenon. Put all the queens in a room, see what happens. <laughs> I would watch that, actually. Yeah. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's kind of like what Drag Race is. Even Dragula, mm. like, they're all kind of like that. So I like to see um, a reunion to know what what happened behind the scenes. Oh, the no, the number one thing I was pissed about with the reunion that we were robbed from is just Tamisha and Candy in the same fucking room. Because <laughs> that storyline was probably the only interesting, like, untucked anything. I didn't really watch Untucked this season, but as far mm. as I know, oh, the yeah. only interesting untucked stuff man we were so robbed of a good reality like television bitch fight you know what i th- think we were robbed from yeah. there were a lot of talk about elliot with two t's um, oh yeah um behind the scenes mm-hmm. and like some actions on instagram and stuff yeah. and like there have been clips online where the girls show open disdain for her well um I- did you watch the girls watching the finale yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what i'm talking yeah. about yeah and it just like even, like, the online presence, like, yes, it's from a couple years ago. Yes, she was a grown adult at that point, but... Uh-uh, it I'm wasn't not, from I'm not a couple her... years ago, though. She's, she's um, she's like, racist towards Simone very oh, recently. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, yes. Um, and um, so, like, I would like that. I would like someone to have that conversation mm-hmm. on TV, but we didn't. I, I feel like for, with production, they're like, oh, she's racist. We don't want to deal with that because that makes us look bad. We already had fucking Sherry Pie last year. We don't want to address mm-hmm. any of that. So, Because it makes production look bad. Like, oh, th- we chose this queen to represent our show. wonder how Down show. Under is going to be then. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we can talk a little bit about that after the break, too. I didn't even put it in our um our notes, but. It's fine. I think um, it's time. It is a time for, for a break. break. It's time for a cocktail. We're going to talk about, we're going to go just all in depth. I finally watched the finale yesterday. I'm a little behind. So it's very fresh on my mind. And um, we'll be right back, kids. Yay! Bye! I always wanted to learn how to sew. I really should have just like gotten a career in like fashion. I think I would have mm. done a lot better. Online. I mean, mood. I'm all my like career paths oh, over God. the years. I went okay. I originally wanted to do musical theater, as every gay does. Which is funny because like I don't really like musical theater that much. <laughs> I feel like you. it was like, oh, this is gay, and I feel like I can do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I love – like, I wanted to be an actor. I think I was, like, really craving fame. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I'll be an actor. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I like singing. Let me do singing. Uh-huh. And I was like, mm, I don't really have the chop, um, chops for that. Yeah. Let me just focus on music. And then I was like, oh, let me focus on, like, choir music. Mm. 
And then I was like, mm, maybe I'll do like art, uh, music therapy. And then I was like, mm, no, I'll do English literature. I'll like write and be a critic. And then, and then I got to here and I'm like, oh, museums. I love museums. Um, and now I'm like, you know what? Museums are great, but like there's no jobs in them. Nope. Um, and um, and now I'm like, oh, my God, I could be an artist full time. And then I'm like, no. So now I have a nine to five. And that's my life story. <laughs> I, I hope you include that. <laughs> I am. Welcome back, kids. <laughs> um, so we're back. We're going to we talk. Are. We're going to talk about the finale since it literally yeah. just happened. It's on everyone's minds. I finally caught up with it. I have a lot of thoughts. I literally, so we do an outline for this every episode. I literally was just writing all my thoughts as I was watching. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now, and I'm like, this this is a novel, Caitlin. It's <laughs> well, like literally, when I write all my thoughts, I literally just say them word for word on the podcast. So mm. it just makes my life a little easier. Yeah, but um, let's let, get into yeah, it. Yeah, let's just start. So let's do it. The opening has RuPaul. She's performing. A lot of people gave her a lot of criticism about her performance. You could talk about it first. I have mm. my own opinions. Oh, see, I saw a lot of people praising her. Oh, really? They're I like, see so, they're so like, much Oh, she's dancing and she's doing choreography. I'm like, where, girl? <laughs> um, but it gave me very um, Ruby is red hot. <laughs> like AJ and the Queen vibes, which I wasn't mad about because I fucking love that show to death. So... <laughs> Um, I mean, it's it is a rare treat to see Rue. I was shook. And drag and performing on her own show. She yeah, I was do this unless you give her ten thousand dollars. Yeah, like... I was kind of. I was surprised. It was a welcome surprise, but um, was it great? Not really, but like uh, I for liked Rue, it. <laughs> like it honestly, because I've you know I've it's RuPaul. I've seen so much mm-hmm. footage of her. It really reminded me of early nineties Rue. Like Rue mm-hmm. was never a huge dancer. She's just more of a presence. And like, she got the legs out. She got the, her little reveal. Like she looked great. She reminded yeah. me of nineties Rue, like early nineties Rue when she first like made it big. Like I was shook. I was not expecting. That. <laughs> um, yeah. Like I said, it was very aging than queen. And that's why I loved it, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything for me. I uh, loved it. I was like, very very surprised mm-hmm. um so they after rue they um start with the opening so they give the girls three looks mm-hmm. and it's kind of, it's basically just a regular like runway drag race because they have them. it was like a ball basically yeah it like, was there's three categories yeah ball. and um but they have this is how you know it's not live they have them recording their commentary about the outfits which was it kind of like takes you out of it but then it was like oh my god this is actually really interesting because usually with the finales you have no idea why the girls are wearing what they're wearing mm-hmm. and so it was like it was it was a weird meta choice but it it kind of worked for me <laughs> um it <sighs> I didn't understand why they did a ball. Like, I was happy to see the looks. They like, just I needed thought, content. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. like, it it was – some of these looks were some of the best that – Oh, my God. Ever. Uh, on Drag yeah. Race ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm thinking of Mick specifically. And, and Simone. Simone. For me, really I – like, so, <laughs> I, everyone loved Got Mick's looks. They're great. But mm-hmm. I feel like Got Mick has so many connections in the fashion industry mm-hmm. this whole season that it that doesn't really impress me. I don't know. Like, if you can call, like, the top designer and be like, hey, I need a look. Yeah, it is how you wear it. But it's just like, I don't know. Like, there's no – what did you do? <laughs> you just you know what? A, you just got to look. <laughs> you know what? Thinking about this, and maybe I can talk to this more when we get to the final lip syncs. Yeah. 
this finale is like season nines and to the extent of like the queens kind of fit each top four. Oh yeah oh yeah um and, that's not a that's not an accident <laughs> um and mick is sort of like if sasha didn't win and i think that's interesting to watch um, um, I think in performance they're totally different, but I think yeah. in concept, concept very, and looks, yeah. concept and looks similar. Yes, hundred percent. So, um, did you have a favorite look from the runway of the three? Of just mix or well, all, all, of all of them? All of them. Out um, of anyone? Out of anyone? <laughs> I think I'll I'll pick a favorite look from each of the queens because yeah, I think ahead. that's fun. Um, for Mick, Mick was the hard one because uh, I same, you know I'm a, yeah. You know, I'm a Keith Herring bitch, so oh, I really oh, like that Oh, the Keith one. Herring look. Oh. That was fun. But I think the the heart piece, oh, the Final yeah. Fantasy fantasy, Yeah. that was obviously my favorite. Everyone um, said that's the best look they've seen and blah, blah, blah. I will I, uh, I will defend to the death Violet Chachki's finale. No, look. I agree. Violet's cra- uh, step-down look. One. Yeah, no I agree. That's, that's my favorite outfit mm-hmm. ever. Um, but this is definitely... Close. <laughs> Mick is definitely up there. Definitely top 10. Oh, yeah. Top uh, 10. Potential. 100%. Um, so that's my favorite for Mick. Um, who is next? Candy? Uh, Candy's. Like... What was my favorite candy? I don't know. What... Oh, I loved her. I loved her red look. Um, because I, I know what she wore. I gotta um, look this up. It was very, it felt very Brooklyn. And so I really, it. <laughs> and um, I think some Brooklyn people made it too. Um, I think. Misty Mocha maybe made it. Really? I think so. Someone in that family I'm definitely to helped. See what they wore. Um. Oh, the she had the peacock look. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I like the, my favorite one of hers is the black and white look. Oh, that was also gorgeous. And I, I think really it like, had to do I with really Black Lives Matter. That's what someone was saying. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the, I don't know if that's true, but. Uh, that's um, what, so, that's something I read online. I that was my favorite on that one. Oh my god! I love the hair. Yeah. Yeah. So elevated. Um, so mm-hmm. the thing with Candy, um, I saw her like right when she came back from um Drag Race. Like she did mm-hmm. like a show in Brooklyn, and man, like the second she got off that show, bam, her looks like were amazing. Mm-hmm. But you didn't get to see any of that on the actual show, mm-hmm. really, with her. So like I wasn't super. I'm sure everyone was like, "Whoa, why this huge glow up out of nowhere?" But Literally the second she came back from Drag Race, she had that glow up. From um, Rose, I didn't like a lot of Rose. No. I like the um, I I, like I, the... I I love history. So any like Mary Queen of Scots, I'm all about that life. Um, I I like the red look a lot. That was um the... Casey later. The red look or the yeah uh, the oh, red. Okay. I'm pretty um, sure. I it, yeah it right was... up right up my alley with like spooky witchy vibe so and it was my favorite color so i was very about it um and then simone simone's hard to pick simone's uh, looks well so for good. me <laughs> just the um the huge the first the black and white the huge outfit i was like mm. that's the winner coming in like yeah. that i'm like she won she, she was like a wall of fabric and hair yeah, and, and just it was like just amazing <laughs> i love um what is that design that you that you put on a head wrap that um pirates wear i can't think of what it's called bandana yeah like the bandanas okay. uh-huh. but like they're black bandanas like in the dress i'm like oh this looks so good um i think people were comparing it to marie antoinette really um because um, i guess maybe the the just because how big it was the sides were like 
mm-hmm. Rococo kind of styles, like, on the sides. Yeah. Um, but I felt more like Antebell himself, kind of, which oh, yeah, is I definitely, like, that. a commentary I can, on I, that. I, no, I mean, um, it's definitely, um, you know, all yeah. her looks are always very about, the, like, black history. Yeah, and black culture and, yeah. like... Um, and it was, it was stunning. It was really gorgeous. She didn't have a bad look tonight. No. Um, yeah. Her, her got Mick. They knocked out yeah. Mark. Um. They understood the assignment. So, those are my favorites of the, of the top four. Um. Yeah. And then we, d- our lip syncs, we got We're gonna LA. go through each, yeah, we're gonna go through each lip sync one by one. <laughs> we had New York versus LA. Yeah. Or, yeah. And guess who looked a little bit better? Ooh. Just saying. Just saying. Ooh. Who, who looked a little bit better? <laughs> um, and, yeah, let's go with the first one. Yeah, uh, so Br- Rose- I thought Britney Spears was a weird lip sync choice. Like for- well, so they've done good Britney lip syncs. It's also, mm-hmm. like, the free Britney thing. They're like, oh, we, we But no one said it. it. If you're going to do that, like, well, say it. Well, it was implied. <laughs> it was implied. I guess. Um, yeah, so Rosé versus Candy. So they very pointedly... When um, Rue is interviewing Rosé, talk about the fact that she has injured her ankle a couple months ago, but obviously mm-hmm. it's still injured. So with that in mind, just watching it, like they see for me, they seem almost totally equal. Like New York City Queens are going to give you a show, mm-hmm. but knowing that Rosé had a broken ankle, I think she couldn't figure out how to perform with that going on i think that was like a huge impairment for her and you mm. could like they always whenever they do lip syncs and you know they're gonna show who's like the winner and who's the loser they like very focusly she was like one moment where they kind of fucked up so like you can see her trying to like do like one of the moves and like she couldn't really do it because of her um leg but if she had not had a broken ankle i think she would have probably beat candy i was under the impression it wasn't broken it was sprained oh, so sprained, I, whatever it is <laughs> i was under the impression that that happened several months ago and that she was fully healed and they just brought it up for whatever no i don't think so i think it was um, still sprained i i thought her reveal was very bad oh i did not <laughs> like her reveal at all i don't like either this whole episode except maybe one or two reveals were just oh terrible reveals yeah terrible. um the we'll get to the be- the best reveal of the night but um, I thought Candy's was m- much more successful because it was like she was wearing like a like a white kind of outfit or like a nude uh, outfit. Candy's I don't reveals exactly. were at least like oh, I mean we yeah. knew she had a reveal, but like it wasn't so fucking obvious. <laughs> yeah, um, Rose turned one outfit into an uglier outfit. Yeah, so I, was just like, I did not like her. Mm, I didn't like her mm-hmm. wig either. I know she was trying mm-hmm. to do a Britney homage, but it didn't work for her face shape. Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, uh, that was one problem with. Rosé I had this whole night was like every time I saw her she looked like a different person like makeup uh, yeah. wise and like not in a good way well like, the problem she... with this you always want to have a brand at least on yeah. Drag Race Dragula is different but on Drag Race you always want to have your brand you want to look fairly consistent in absolutely everything <laughs> and I was getting different faces each look she was doing yeah and um yeah I just I, I didn't know what Rosé was about really at the end of like the whole season, I was like, I don't yeah, know. she had. I have a bias because I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of hers. So, um, well, so but. I've seen her be very like do very successful performances in New York, like, like hitting the mark. And I feel like on the show uh, with the fashion, with like her personality, she just couldn't commit 
I'm, I'm with you. She couldn't commit to like one thing that keeps her consistent. Yeah. Keeps her like you want it. Like she has a lot of fans. She's a white queen. Like she's always going to have fans. But like yeah. um, there was just she couldn't really like differentiate herself from the crowd. I feel like. I feel like a lot of her fans were also anti-Candy. Everyone's fucking anti-Candy. It's so annoying. So when Candy won... <laughs> Oh my I'm god! A happy. <laughs> I, cause I, I was going through like Twitter because I have to help make memes for work.com. Please follow mm. us on Instagram for work.com. It's w e r r k d o t c o m. We really need more followers. Um, but uh, everyone's like just shitting on Candy all on the timeline throughout the finale. Like everyone's just so mad. But like if if anyone has ever seen Candy perform or like knows Candy at least in New York, like. No one's surprised. I wasn't really surprised. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I I think I was more surprised that um, Mick didn't get into the top two. So we can but... go into that. We'll go into the yeah. next lip sync. So obviously after um, Rosé and Candy, it's got Mick versus Simone. Uh, mm-hmm. I was not impressed by this lip sync at all. <laughs> it's very boring. Um, I, I th- well, I thought Simone did great. But I, I wasn't um, impressed by either of them. With Got Mick, for me, Got Mick is not a performer, which is mm-hmm. fine. You don't have to be a performer. They're absolutely incredible at makeup and mm-hmm. designing, like coming up with concepts of her costumes. Like that is their lane. Also, they're they Got Mick was a hundred percent the comedy queen of this season. Sorry, Rose. Like Got Mick was the comedy queen. But if we're doing, yeah. <laughs> but if you're gonna um base who wins based on performance it was never going to be got mick it's just not mm. going to happen it's that's fine like they don't have to be a performance queen but based on i guess they were kind of staying true to like keeping it like season nine where it performance actually does matter in the finale which i really yeah. respect because i had lost a lot of respect especially after season 10 there was a lot of shenanigans with how they did that but yeah. um just watching got mick performance just i was like there's no way yeah, um, I thought Simone's reveals were more successful than Got Mix, um, and I, yeah, Mix just not a good performer, and that's okay. That's fine. Like they're I so know. talented at so many other things. Also, in the U.S., they're so heavy, especially druggers. It's just so heavy mm-hmm. on lip sync ability, and that's not. That's just one aspect of some people's performance. A lot of queens sing live. Like a lot of people don't even do lip syncs who are drag queens or drag performers. So, I would. I was just surprised Mick didn't get into the top two. Um, and I mean, not- there could have been some shenanigans, but yeah, I I I was surprised because, um, this whole season it felt more like Mick was getting kind of bumped up oh, to 100%. be the winner oh, yeah. like because like the last episode rue was like obsessed with her yeah. um and basically everything she did on the runway was like breathtaking yeah. and never was in the bottom not also, that doesn't mean no, anything it's the yeah. first trans yeah and so i thought they were <laughs> i thought they were gonna get like they wanted that pr yeah of, mm-hmm. um so i thought the writing was on the wall for me uh, like i'm going into I'm, the finale same I'm glad I was uh, wrong, I guess, because I... um... I'm glad it was a surprise. It wasn't that surprising because Simone was just as consistent as Mick. But But having Candy in the top two was a gag for me. That was definitely a gag. But she Um, had fucking earned her spot. 
Yeah. And um, people always, like, especially online, like, they just trash Candy, like, so hard. More because of what she looks like and how she sounds like than, like, her actual abilities. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of racism it's when just it comes so to so much racism, fat phobia, yeah. everything. Um, so, and then, um... Should we get to the final? Yeah, let's, think, let's I guess? do it. Let's do it. I thought this was terrible. <laughs> what do you mean? What part? I thought the final lip sync was boring. Uh, I thought yeah. it was bad. <laughs> it, was, it was just, it was what it was. It wasn't a good final lip sync song. I'll tell you. I that. agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Candy was giving more. No, no offense to Simone. Simone yeah. was just like doing reveals and yeah. that's fine. But like some, I like literally was watching Simone and like, they were just like walking across the stage back and forth and like, but that's honestly that's LA drag, so she was keeping close I, to her. Roots. I don't know. Um, oh, a gaggy thing that happened yeah. um, at my viewing party in oh. specific um, was that they literally like started the lip sync, and then like for whatever reason, VH1 just cut to commercial. Which like, we so you told me this, and I like yeah. watched it on Amazon, and they did like there was no like anything like that. We were so confused. We're like, did. Or did they like play that early or like what's going on? And then like when the commercials were finally over, like the lip sync was over. And then What? Yeah. So we like we missed like ninety percent of it. <laughs> but oh, I I, 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 re- I watched it afterwards yeah, and not yeah. just basing it on my opinion that's off crazy. This. I didn't realize that's what happened. And apparently it happened to a few other people too. We oh. were just like watching I think we were watching like live T V, so uh, it was just uh I don't know. It was I always weird. watch on the app. Yeah. Um and so I, yeah, this last, last lip sync, I was kind of like, this could go to either of them, but I'm pretty sure it's going to go to Simone. I mean, they weren't going to give it to Candy. The, um, the yeah. backlash. Even just having Candy top two and seeing how many people are, like, just acting like the world has fucking ended. Calm and down, everyone. I, because I, I didn't think Candy was going to win because she's good TV and they want her to bring her back for All Stars. That makes sense, and actually. That's kind of how I felt about Simone, too. It's just, like, it's nothing against, for like, me, Simone's character or anything well, I was or, like, her talent. Simone since day one same like i was yeah. t- team t's team simone since day one she won four challenges she had a message yeah. she's going with the melanin dynasty like mm-hmm. it, it was definitely between simone and got Mick, and once got Mick was gone who, who's it gonna be you know yeah i i was just um it's just like not the finale expected which i think is a good thing i i I'm like glad being I was surprised because drag race surprised. is so predictable yeah, ninety five percent of the time. Um, but overall, it was a pretty good finale. I was I very like enthralled. The finale, the finale yeah. was like my favorite episode of the entire yeah. season. I was pretty, I was pretty entertained. Um, so I'm glad the season's over. And um, I also en- really enjoyed to see Jada finally get to fucking walk a like drag race runway. Oh, we didn't get look. to talk her. Oh my god, she looked I, so gorgeous. She looked amazing. <laughs> like I'm just like. She she needed her fucking moment. Like season twelve got fucked over so bad. She needed her mm-hmm. moment, and yeah. she finally got it. I'm very happy about that. She yeah, that was her, her little spotlight at, in the. We didn't even talk about it, but the weird drive-in. Oh my god, that was so bad. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah, I was like, what was that? But her, she looked stunning there, and then when yeah, her step down look, she looked absolutely gorgeous. So yeah, was... for me, like I love Simone too, but Jada, man, Jada could have like been the reigning queen for another like 10 15 years and yeah. i wouldn't complain about it yeah um i i was a good finale yeah good I was, finale good a terrible season, season a great finale <laughs> yeah great finale um 
And then we don't have to talk about Drag Race until June, so I'm fine. Well, okay, so just the stuff that's coming up on Drag Race Australia. I g- deleted my WoW subscription. I have to re-get it again. I'm cu- I'm very excited. I've been looking forward to this for years because I love Australian drag. So it's mm-hmm. nice to see, like, spotlight on that. We'll see how it is. I hope it's, like, UK. I mean, Rue's there. That's a big thing because mm-hmm. I don't – Rue was definitely not planning to do that until the pandemic yeah. hit. Yeah. So I'm Team Art Simone, of course. Oh, obviously. I've met three of the queens on this show. Um, Karen um, from Finance. Who, oh, Maxi Shield. I know who her. And that's about it. Someone said etc. Oh, I that's believe. that's Freya's friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Or> something. <laughs> uh, um, they're on the show, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it seems like a good cast. Um, I mean, Australian drag, I really hope they bring the Australian flavor of the drag scene. Because uh, around the world, the only scenes that are, like, really big is, like, UK and then Australia. As I mean, yeah, there's other countries that do it. Like, Japan actually has a very, obviously, different but big drag scene that, but that's mm-hmm. more, like, culturally ingrained. But when it comes to, like, from around the world, like, the most prominent scenes, it's going to be UK, Australia, and the US. So... I really hope they bring it. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Even though there's I'm, also like, Drag Race, yep. there's also Drag Race Spain, which um, I don't know when that's going to air. They haven't announced it. Yeah, that, I'm assuming that's going to be on Wall Presents Plus. Yeah. Um, I there's. I the, might. I'm a little tired of Drag Race, so I might skip out on both. Um, <laughs> but I might come back for All Stars in June. Um. Oh, is which, it in June? Did they announce that? I believe so. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, on Paramount Plus, which is a weird move, but yeah, I know <laughs> it, it, that was announced like months ago. I have to somehow connect. I think I can get it through my cable Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. It's, just, I, it's it's not that expensive, that if I remember correctly. Um, but it's yeah, just another uh, thing to I'm, pay for. I'm a little burnout on Drag Race right now, so I'm okay <laughs> with a little break. Um, so well, enjoy with it, the kids. international seasons, it's not like it's not like U.S. where it's like in your face. It's like Oh, you can mm-hmm. watch it when you want to watch. Yeah. Um, but I think we should take another little break. Yep. And then we'll talk about us because we're more important. Well, yeah. You know, we are important. So we'll be right back, kids. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Oh my god. Hi, Caitlin. Hello. (laughs) We've done Um, it. Two years. Woo. We did it. Um, it. I'm proud of us. I didn't I mean, I I actually expected us to just keep going. I didn't like this isn't too much of a shock. We would have had like this probably would have been like our fifty second fifty second episode, Mm -hmm. but we missed a lot of weeks last year, and then I, don't, I um, wonder why. What could have possibly yeah, I caused why. us to miss things? <laughs> um, you know, but and we missed a few weeks here and there. Like I'll add an extra week, but we've been we did pretty consistent. Yeah, we're pretty we're, on top of it. We're good. We yeah. have changed um, times now. I know no one people no one usually listen when they to listen us anyway, um, but. Yeah, we're, we're now, now on Mondays. On, we're now on Mondays. Every other Monday. Every um, second. Well, every two weeks. Not. Yeah, it's, it's every we're other bi- Monday. Bi-weekly, <laughs> we're bi-weekly. We put the B in LGBT. Bi-weekly. Wouldn't we? I thought bi-weekly meant 
twice a week. Does it? Like, yeah. What's the thing we're, with the check? We're bi-monthly. Bi-monthly. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'll have you know, y'all, that it's five in the afternoon, so there's no reason I'm Caitlin should be of, tired. I'm just saying I'm kind of on no sleep this weekend. Yesterday was, like, the first time I had sleep in, like, three days. <laughs> Caitlin's been doing some secret projects yeah, that I've she, been doing she won't even tell me, so yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> doesn't know about, so I'm on very little sleep. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I'm assuming she's doing some girl's audition tape for Dragula, but that's nope. just me. Nope. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we just we wanted to do a refresher for um, the people that are still listening and the new listeners we yeah, got. Yeah, so with Work.com, who's our partner, our mama... Pod, not podcast our mama network i guess um th- those episodes on the youtube channel and like on the actual website only start around like 21 22 so, so like a year in basically yeah a year in <laughs> so like our early episodes we really like talked about who we are which mm-hmm. is very boring we know but <laughs> i like talking about myself i like talking about me. myself too <laughs> like if you're listening to us i mean maybe you care i don't know um so we wanted to like just reflect on who we are and where we've come in the past two years yeah um what a journey it's been yeah um because okay we started in 2019 what was 2019 i don't know (laughs) i know that feels like a decade away the thing is once the pandemic hit like Everything has no meaning to me anymore. Like I time. feel like I've been living in New York for 10 years at this point. And I haven't. It hasn't been that long. <laughs> I know. Um, Everything's just a blur to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I am, I am martyr, as weird that sounds. I, I haven't put myself in face in almost six months. <laughs> um, I don't and, even wear makeup at all because of the mask. I mean, I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> I am currently working on a series, though. Oh, I should introduce that. Um, oh. So, yeah, um, my series. Um, so I started not having as many gigs, but I wanted to keep doing drag, and mm-hmm. I didn't like going out as much. Um, now I miss it, obviously. Yeah. But um, I wanted to still produce drag without having to go out till four in the morning. Um, so I started doing series, um, I think, in 2018. Yeah, 2019, um, like a photography where I I saw as an extension of my drag, like it's still my same characters and still like aspects of it, but it's like a different medium and that because drag is so like ephemeral and shit, um, that you can't like kind of recreate the same performances, um, twice. So I wanted to focus on photography and like extend, have like. A snapshot of the ephemeral. This is sounding art, uh, art school bullshit, but whatever. I like. Um, and yeah, so now I create thematic photography series of different characters and different themes and whatever the fuck I'm feeling right now. I'm working mm-hmm. on a body image one and decay and death. So that's fun. <laughs> um, I I guess I can announce the name of it. I've been debating like two names of it. Um, okay. Maybe Caitlin can help me decide. I was like, so, we should do a voter poll on our Instagram. I know. Um, <laughs> so, one idea was practically on fire, which is a saying I used to say I was like, because you know how you're like, someone's like flaming, they're uh, like, yeah. they're flaming homosexual or flaming yeah. faggot, whatever. Yeah. 
So I never liked calling myself flaming, but I did like that like euphemism. So I always tell my friends, I'm so gay, I'm practically on fire. Um, and so I was like, oh, that's kind of a fun title. Um, I think like back in the day, I wanted it to be my memoir. Uh, Wait, so what is it called, Fire On? <laughs> no, Practically On Fire. Practically On Fire, okay. Yeah, so that's one name. Okay, eh, I think it could be a little cl- more clever. Okay. And the other one, which is a archiving term, which I'm obsessed with this phenomenon, is called um, iteration decay. Um, and that's, that's a mouthful. Iteration? Yeah. Decay? Yeah. Okay. Um, what if you did, like, flaming decay? Flaming decay. That sounds like <laughs> poop that's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like things that, like, have, like, like like punny meanings or like double entendres mm. i'm a bitch that's like will list everything all at once um to annoy you I, like one of my series was the 14 boys that um broke my heart like but that's good because that's interesting you like okay. like that title like makes you draw like draw you in because everyone mm. loves like drama like that you know um so yeah, those are my two titles. Um, Caitlin hates both of them apparently, <laughs> but I'm still I gonna use like one of them. I, I think you could like expand like either of those, but make it more like drawing you in mm-hmm. as someone um, like just like a passerby. Make it what's okay. the word I'm looking for? Like more commercial, but not actually commercial. Um. So iteration decay is a thing in archiving when we're f- switching formats. So like from VHS to CD to uh, digital. And when you do that, you lose mm-hmm. a material basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so my whole concept is um, I have a technique that I will not be sharing on the podcast, but Caitlin knows about it. Um, I'll tell you off. Can't, uh, I right. think I know what uh, you're talking about. Yeah. Um, where I can decay photographs um pretty easily and um in a very gay way too (laughs) is it that gay (laughs) yes um and and so i was going to take an original photograph and then use this technique to alter it decay it in a way and then have it basically um, oh it is gay i know what you're talking about yeah you know what i'm talking about um and it's um It'll be in a GIF format where the original slowly morphs into oh, the decay. Oh, that's so cool. So that's why I was thinking iteration decay. Um, but maybe I'll just use that. I don't know. I'll I think don't, I don't think there. that one's bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I'm working on right now. I'm planning stages. but yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think you'll get back into like drag? <laughs> I <laughs> like, mean. Like performing drag, I I miss performing. I wish people would book me. <laughs> Girl, you gotta ask for gigs. That's your own problem. That you is gotta, my problem. Like, go up to whoever, show up in drag at whatever, be like, Can I do a number? Wherever. Um And Brooklyn's yeah, that's pretty true. like open, like Yeah. It's not like Manhattan where like girls will think you're taking the tips. There's no tips oh to take gosh. in Brooklyn. <laughs> no. Um, cause yeah, I miss performing. I just don't do it anymore. Um, would you want to go back into it well i guess yes <laughs> yeah um i i had this conversation with our group chat um a couple days ago maybe like a week ago i think a week I ago know. yeah um and i'm just like i love the community i love brooklyn drag i love manhattan drag 
Yeah. To, to an extent. Um, <laughs> no, we all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I feel like I've never been, like, fully embraced by either. And, um, yeah, I want to change that. Um, well, you know what know I was thinking I... about? This is mm-hmm. just random. I would love if we just had our own show. <laughs> like an actual show. The wigging out live show. Yeah, like I obviously don't perform. I'd just be a host or whatever, but Um I mean I'm down for that. That's just throwing an idea. I'm not a business lady though, um, which I should work on, but Yeah. I'm like, can we get like Freya to like do it all and then she can be the star of it? <laughs> yeah. Um I mean I'm down for her joining. But she's us, very good obviously. at that. Yeah. Um but that's my little back down, background. Um, Caitlin, who are you? Who the fuck are you? Who am I talking to? I don't know. <laughs> um, so I was at um, a place, because I can't even really talk about it. But um, I was at a place, and um, I was staying with some drag queens. And then there was a, my, an old friend of mine who was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. I, I was like, seeing all the – seeing all the they were, they're all drag queens. Everyone in that – conversation was drag queen they're like oh mm-hmm. my god i just saw all these brooklyn queens it was just so nice to see them and i totally didn't even recognize you or see you there and i'm like this is the story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what i like i like being in the background i don't i'm not a performer mm-hmm. i get in face sometimes but it's not like drag face mm-hmm. um but i i just like documenting everything i like getting the videos and putting it on Instagram. I used to do a lot of like full on videos, but now I just do stories. Mm-hmm. I used I, I realized I used to take a lot of photos of drag, which I don't really do anymore. Like other Queens. I just like documenting this experience and like interviewing people. And cause I really love drag. I love just being an audience member and watching it, even if it mm-hmm. sucks. And especially after the, like during the pandemic, you don't realize how much you miss things <laughs> until yeah. it's taken away from you. And New York will always be the greatest drag in the world. Like, these are real entertainers. It's not some bullshit for fun in the middle of fucking nowhere. It's like, no, this is actually serious. And then it's an actual business. So I like to just, like, be a part of it in the background, help out everyone. I'm everyone's assistant. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's You've funny. Been my assistant when, a handful of times. It, it, it's it's funny when I go to like shows where like it's everyone in the show is a friend of mine, so I'm just mm. ending up assisting everyone. Your stage all at mom. Once. Your yeah. stage mom. Someone's like, I think it was uh, when we were hanging out at Frizz. They're like, mm. you're like the manager. I'm like, if only I got ten percent. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and I, that's kind of how we bonded for this podcast. Yeah. It's just like, cause like I come from an archiving background and I love drag and I love, I like, I'm obsessed with like New York history and like cultural history, mm-hmm. like bullshit, like Paris is burning and yeah. movies like that. So like hearing these stories that we get on the show, it, I think it's really important to like yeah. document. And I know most of them are our friends. Have we had any complete strangers? Um, some of them were people I didn't know super well. Okay. But um, we everyone like who's been on the show like we've had some sort of connection with. Yeah. It's not like uh, a random ass person. Yeah. Um, and it's just like I mean now we're international too, which is wild. Yeah, to me. which we may be getting another international guest. In a, I think I know who month. too. Um, you might know. I don't know. If we've I, I we think, haven't talked about it. Yeah, I th- probably know. Yeah. Um and. It, it's been a fun experience i've talked to people i never even heard of before and 
getting their story is just yeah. amazing. I, I, well, I'm the, as we know, I'm the one who books everyone, so I know of everyone. <laughs> but it's like I, with the Zoom, it really opened up this podcast to anyone who have, I've mm-hmm. ever interviewed because I've interviewed a lot of fucking people, and so like anyone I know who like I've kept in touch with over the years, like. They, they can be from any background, from any corner of the earth, and, like, through the power of the internet, they're here yeah. to tell their story, and it's fucking cool. Yeah. Even if people it's... do... I feel like those episodes aren't usually listened to as much, but if you do They listen... are, but not in New York. <laughs> okay. There you go. Usually, well, they're, the international fans will listen yeah, to Yeah, I so like that, fun. though. Yeah. I mean... Same. Yeah. I, for me, I've a lot of people with drag, like, they only care about drag race, and that's it. And that's, like, the beginning and end they're just a fan of a tv show but i feel like with our podcast we want to make drag accessible for everyone and to learn more about p- different people different walks of life mm-hmm. and hopefully we've been successful in two years <laughs> granted we talked about drag race for an hour but <laughs> that's different we only do that like a couple times a year so i i listen to a lot of drag race recap podcasts oh, and there's yeah. too many of them but i don't think there's a lot of drag podcasts that no. don't Talk well, outside. I mean, the thing, the funny thing is, after our podcast, so many in New York have popped up, which is mm-hmm. interesting. But I don't really listen to, I used to only listen to podcasts because I used to have very long commutes. Now I don't listen to any podcasts, so I don't know what's going on. I only listen to them um, while I'm working or something. Even then, I'm like only absorbing half the information. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, that's the cool thing about podcasts is that, you know, you can just leave yeah. it on the background. Yeah. Um, and. Should we get into how we met, or is that... We could talk about it briefly, because um, we have talked about it before. Yeah, we talked about it a handful of times. Um, I think there was an instance before this, but I know this is a big moment. It was like when we went to Untitled Queen's um, Ball. Oh, yeah. The first one, the first one, the Strawberry Social. Uh-huh. And you were outside with someone. I don't remember who. Probably Reefy. Mm-mm, it wasn't Reefy. I Vicky? would recognize Reefy. Maybe? I think Vicky went to the first one. Or Tracy. I don't think... Oh, yeah. It could have been her. One Um, of them. They both were there. They were both there. And um, I said hi to whoever there was there. And then (laughs) I also also said hi to you. And um, parted ways. And then, like, a few weeks later, we went to Rock Bar. Yeah, that's the only time I remember. Um, And... I think this was Tiffany Ann Coke yeah. and Carlos the Uber Drivers show. And Vicky. And Vicky, yes. That um, was why I was there, because of Vicky. And, um, yeah, we started talking there. I was, like, the sole audience member, and it was – I just missed, like, she was like <laughs> – I just love being the only one there. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sucks for the performers, but for me, I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is how I enjoy my show. <laughs> I – as um, much as it sucks for money, money-wise, like doing a show just for your friends yeah, is, is always <laughs> kind of fun. Um, but yeah, we started talking from then, yeah. and we like um, started having more mutual connections, and we just like we kept just also each other. kept being at the same places. Yeah, because yeah. then you would come to Wepa Wednesday. Oh, um, I forgot support, about that. To support Freya. Um, I forgot about that. Um, and, and then I feel like Ultimate Drag Pageant was like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I was there piece. almost every, either every week or every other week. I didn't go to uh, all of them, thank God. It was um, so much. smart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went um, to too many of them, let's mm-hmm. be honest. Um, and yeah, we, I don't know 
how we got in the idea of doing a podcast. Well, but... no, I know how. So you did the AIDS number, and I was for at um right at okay. Ultimate Drag Pageant. I was like, who mm-hmm. the hell is this queen? She's really interesting. And then I was like, oh, I really miss doing interviews because like it had been my book. My book had come out like a year or two before we inter- I interviewed you. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I really would love to go do more interviews for work, even though I freaking hate um transcribing. That's why I don't do as many interviews anymore. Like online mm. because i just i can't with transcribing it i just mm. lose my mind but um i was like oh let's let's meet up for an interview i'll do it for work.com didn't we go to the highline we did go to the highline oh my god i remember this because i was working over there <laughs> yeah um and we we connected i guess yeah <laughs> i do okay i do remember we this. realized we were like because my interviews tend to be very deep <laughs> mm. and also very long so um we definitely connected mm-hmm. and we're like oh like we enjoy talking to each other let's keep doing that yeah and then the podcast was and born. then this was born um i think one of the alternative names of the podcast was um i think we wanted to do sister sister oh, are you CIS, gonna say it CIS, <laughs> yeah. as like we're gonna use we're like <clears throat> we're gonna get canceled well i think i told it to some like one of my trans friends and they're like mm, I don't get it. <laughs> and so I, was I thought like, it was mm. the, a brilliant idea, but I'm actually glad we went with wigging out because yeah. of like longevity. But like yeah. the cis term was like kind of new and like very u- used a lot, used a lot. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's like kind of funny because we're both like cisgender. Well, people. I'm not. Um, oh, you're not? <laughs> no. What are you? I thought we talked about this. Did we? I'm, See, I'm learning more. Um, I, I identify as a gender, which is different than non-binary. Oh, uh, it is? What is it? I think because non-binary is very, like, specific and, like, outside of male, female. Really? I thought uh, non-binary is just inclusive of everything. Not necessarily. Um, it's very, it's supposed to be, like, the outliner of the binary. So, like, they don't see themselves in that system. And for me, a gender is just, like, someone without gender. Like, I don't care what you call me, basically. Yeah. Um, and so I I'm don't gonna care. call you sis, just so we can use yeah. that name for the podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. We're uh, this we're officially rebranding as sister sister, <laughs> which is funny because now like sister sister was on well S I S, um was on UK Drag Race. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. yeah. I, I I I've always thought of that like the second they announced her name, which I don't really get that as a drag name, but sure, you go with it. I, it just reminded me of the TV show. Yes. And I'm like, girl, you're not. Tia also, like, um, <laughs> sister sister also reminds me of on um holland they had mama queen it's just such um, a random name i mean i can't really give uh i can't really bitch about people's names because mine's really stupid so. <laughs> but i feel like it's sometimes it's just like random just things mm. i don't know my favorite is still um banana toothpaste who's that they're i think they're i don't know if they still perform in brooklyn but they were at nyu with me Oh. Um, and they got adopted by, I think, Iodine? Oh. I don't know. Um, Who I would also like on this podcast? Someone let her know. Um, I mean, we follow each other on Twitter, so maybe I'll mention it. Yeah. That's our little shit show. Yeah. That's that's kind of the recap of how we met. I know. So Aww. I definitely, like, so we asked, like, three questions um, <laughs> at too. the end of every episode. 
to every queen in case anyone has been realizing that we follow a format. <laughs> Probably not. But um, so I feel like we should use these because we never use these three questions on each other. Did we not? I don't think I feel so. Like, I feel like we did, but did we? we can, well, we can talk know. about it, it in it like the last. <laughs> I think our answers have probably changed in two years. Okay. So. Sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, best advice they've been given in drag about drag, or advice you'd have for other drag queens. Um, for me. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who gave me this. It's just like kind of just keep going, like. You might have a bad night. You might have a bad couple nights or something. But, like, eventually you'll find an audience and you'll keep, um, like, it's always try to keep in mind that, like, everything you do is for you and not for everybody else, I guess. But, like, ha finding that happy middle ground is also a good thing. But, um, yeah, just keep doing it. Try. Th don't be afraid to, like, experiment and shit. Um, and... If they're not paying your bills, pay those bitches. Don't, don't mind. mind. <laughs> um, yeah, because, I don't know. Drag's too serious nowadays, says the serious bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just, I don't know. I I still do it because I like having fun. I like, it's a f great way for self-expression and all that jazz. Um, so just keep doing it. Keep being you. Be yourself. <laughs> what about you? So my advice is, like, I mean, I have so, like, I could just go on and on. But um, I think if you're serious about your drag and you want to be taken, I guess, seriously or, like, get gigs and stuff, show up, put yourself out there, really hustle, have good mm -hmm. social media. This is, like, a lot of things. It's, like, a long list. But, like, take it – if you have – let's say – um, if you like actually like want to kind of make it like treat it as an actual career mm. as far as like do all the work, get your makeup right, get your costumes right, learn, learn to dance or if like that's your thing, like learn, learn a performance style that works for you that would also work for the audience. Always keep the audience in mind. Always view your drag if you're like serious and like actually like want to make money consistently through the eyes of someone else. Because you should, like, have, it like, an objective view and be like, would I want to see this person? Would I want to follow this person online? Would I give them a tip? Like, what makes you excited for other people's drag? Try to just steal all of that. Not literally, like, don't steal mixes and stuff. But, like, just try to, like. Too late. <laughs> I know. I've <laughs> seen too many queens actually do that. But um, just steal all the good parts of, like, what you enjoy about anyone else's drag. It could be someone on Drag Race. It could be someone on Dragula. I highly recommend just knowing your local scene mm. see what works for other people and try to apply it to yourself and just take it i think you should if you want to like if it's not just a dumb hobby that you're just doing on the side if you like actually want to make it because i've known a lot of girls who've made it and won drag race like if that's like if you just want to be like a paid book performer like get your social media right know what works for the audience know what what you enjoy about drag and try to bring your own spin to it be original but also keep everyone in mind and just be professional <laughs> um i think both of our answers show us as people yeah because <laughs> i'm like no business savvy like just be just have well, fun so, kids. like look if, if if you're just doing it for art's sake or mm -hmm. if you're doing it because you don't want it to be like some sort of like income making career then mm -hmm. do whatever the hell you want like yeah 
But if you're like serious about it and like, let's say you want to get booked consistently or, um, you know, you want to make a name for yourself as a drag queen and want to stand out, then just you got to just look at it professionally. Look at other people's social media, see what works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, be present, put yourself out there. Just I for me, like a lot of the queens we get on the show, they're on the show because they have a hustler mentality. And if you are serious about your drag and like actually want to take it somewhere, you got to be serious about it. It doesn't have to be like business savvy. It's just more like, what do you like to consume? If you go on someone's um, Instagram and you and you decide to follow them, why do you follow them? Like, what images are working for them that you think could you could apply to yourself? Like, as far as mm-hmm. like professionally, like photographed, like great costumes, great wigs, good content, good like funny Instagram stories, whatever it is. Steal everyone else's idea, apply it to yourself, bring a spin to it, and just hustle put yourself out there that's just me <laughs> no i think that's good advice yeah and some some of that i need to listen to yeah <laughs> well the thing is also like um where am i going with this i don't know uh <laughs> yeah i know well like sometimes like pe- self-promotion is also a huge one <laughs> i'm just gonna mm. keep ranting self-promotion is a big thing if you cannot promote yourself then this is not the industry for you. If you're like serious about it, want to be professional. If you're not doing this mm. as like a side hobby, um, promote everything. Make sure people know where to find you. If you are on, let's say, a podcast like ours or like whatever, promote the hell out of it. Like mm. you're doing, uh, you're making yourself look good for whoever it is you're working for, and you're getting people to either follow you or like find you to give you more tips, whatever it is. Like promote, promote, promote. That's it. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, no, I think that's great advice. And cause... like, and I know because I've I've worked in so many types of media that deals with drag queens directly. I like, there's so many rude girls who can't even promote whatever it is. Like they they're bad at that. So, yeah. I think that's like. I don't know. I because I. The only time I don't promote something is when I don't want anybody to see me. Yeah, well, fine. <laughs> there's been if a few. You're there's been a few. But like, yeah, there's been a few things I had had to do that for. In general, but, if you're putting yourself out there and like doing a podcast, doing a a live show, doing like something online, if no one knows about it, why are you doing it? <laughs> for real, like, just why? Like, you should really re- reassess why you're doing things because I don't understand why. Um. Shall we go on to our next question? Yeah, this is your question. I oh, do have question. an answer. Oh, my gosh. So. Um, good, because I need to think about mine. Okay, I'll go first, <laughs> but you can ask the question. Uh, Caitlin. Yeah. Mm. Wow. <laughs> um, what is the craziest thing that you have witnessed in nightlife? <laughs> Give us something juicy. <laughs> so this wasn't technically nightlife. And I'm okay. not, I, ha- I can't put all the details in this one because it's a little bit sensitive. But, um, so one time, <laughs> um, there was this gig that I was assisting with because I don't do drag. I always, I, I'm either assisting or I'm just an audience member. And, um, I was assisting with this gig and it was, the way it was described for the person I was assisting for was like, oh, you're going to be performing for a bunch of teenagers on like a party bus. And I wasn't supposed to go on the bus. I was supposed to just like hold people's shit basically and let them perform. No, they're like, no. So the bus comes, the person's in full drag. It's, there's a bunch of performers involved. The bus comes, they're like, 
Oh, you have to get on the bus. Because I was holding everyone's cell phone. Like, I didn't know where the bus was going. No one knew where the bus was going. Um, they're like, you have to get on the bus. So I go on the bus, and it's all children. <laughs> and it's children for, like, like five or six big, not big, but, like, New York City prominent drag performers performing for, like, a 12-year-old's birthday party. And so... The performer I was with dressed really sexy because they just thought it was, like, for teenagers. But, like, not too sexy, but, like, sexy enough. And it, almost everyone on the bus was under, like, 10. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> like, they were just, they were, like, rich kids from Long Island. I can tell you that much. They were rich kids from Long Island. Like, it, they they were all bilingual. So, like, but they didn't really, like, they wouldn't really speak English if they don't have to, basically. Because they, like, mm-hmm. come from you know another culture um mm-hmm. and it was just like the weirdest like it was just seeing drag in such a strange way because it was clearly like all the performers are like doing what you would do it like not not like super sexy or like anything raunchy at all but like yeah they were all like dressed up as like pop stars and stuff but like doing stuff that they would do at like a manhattan bar or like nightclub for a bus of like almost exclusively under 10 year old children but the funny part was all the parents were there and they were freaking living for it and i it was just the funniest thing and like the bus was going fast and the the girls performing like were like falling over because they're trying to perform on the bus falling over for these 10 year olds who were not interested the birthday girl was not about this thing like clearly like the parents just like forced the kid to have it this like event but so after all that craziness, um, <laughs> they come out, the bus stops, like everyone comes out to take a picture, whatever. And then um, the, tep- the tips they made from that party were crazy. Good. And it was literally <laughs> everyone just did one number and that was it. And like they were on a bus all around Manhattan. And it was just like the most bizarre thing I've ever had to deal with with drag. It like wasn't. It was fine. Like, no one did anything, like, bad. But it was just, like, a weird environment for children. Because <laughs> like, it's I know, not what I was expecting. Because <laughs> I know, like, well, kids will, like, get, like, uh, princess impersonators yeah. to come to their party. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what some of these pop stars are. I can't oh, so it was So it was just, um like, it was, like, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, J-Lo... But, like, the kids were so young, they don't know who any of these kids are, um, people are. The only one they knew was, like, Lady Gaga, I think. That was it. Wow. So it's like, clearly, like, bizarre. they were booked for the adults, but it was, like, 30 kids. It wasn't, like, like 10 or 15. It was, like, 30 kids, almost all under the age of 10. Especially, wow. like, the, the ones you could tell, like, the straight boys are just like, what the, where am I? What am I at least one gay boy was oh, born I'm that sure day. Oh, I'm sure there was some, uh, yeah, I was like, there's some coming out of the closet going to happen. But, like, oh, my God, that was wow. the craziest. Nothing will ever top that, I don't think. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> wild. Because, like, even being, like, out of drag, like, daylight, passing by a child, I'm like, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like, and, look, I'm, I'm, I, I'm 100% for, like, Drag Queen Story Hour. I think kids should mm-hmm. be exposed to, like, different identities and drag in general like day drag or whatever is totally fine like i'm 100 percent for that i want kids to be exposed to that in in like a Mm -hmm. positive way and like nothing non-kid friendly but this environment was just it was just the most bizarre experience i've ever had with drag (laughs) wow um (laughs) 
Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> how do I go from there? Well, I have well, a few the ideas. Second I, I, I like this all happened. I was like, oh, this got to go on the podcast. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I remember you telling me about it. I'm so, like, yeah, there's no, no way I'm not talking about this. This is um, insane. <laughs> I feel like I told one of these stories, but I'll do both of them. Okay. Um, so there's one performer formerly in Brooklyn. They okay. now live in L.A. Um, okay. Shanita Bump. Okay. <laughs> I, I adore Shanita with all my being. Um, they they found their quarantine bay and like they're like basically married at this point. But nice. that's besides the point. I'm good for them. Shanita Shanita's fucking thriving at this moment. Um, Shanita likes to do. I'm f- I'm familiar with her, her work. She likes to do alternative horror kind of acts performances. Yeah. Um and. So she's done one where she's been the scream killer, like cereal, and she's like twerked with a cereal bowl on her ass, which was amazing. She's swallowed a live goldfish on oh, you stage. Told me that. <laughs> um, but the one I think about and the one I witnessed that still sticks in my mind is when she shoved a few hot dogs up her vagina. Or I, did she take them out of her vagina because they're already there? I don't remember. But she definitely had hot dogs, fresh uncooked hot dogs Ugh. out of her vagina Ugh. um and i think that's iconic <laughs> were they um, all the way up there i have no idea okay. <laughs> did not ask. um because i'm like how far can you like really like shove she she, she definitely there? had some in, in there um but she she is like great in the horror and shock fa- the, uh factor in performance and i love them dearly most recently i can think of is they did a porno or they, they not a porno. They have an OnlyFans. They did oh, okay. OnlyFans content mm-hmm. where they're dressed like a zombie, mm-hmm. and um, were giving their partner a blowjob. Um, dressed like a zombie, and the dick was a little bloody. Um, <laughs> it it was it was interesting to to look at on my Twitter timeline. But, um, <laughs> I only not the typical porn I look at. Like, yeah, um, I only see them on Twitter, so I, I've never met them, but. Um, Shanita's a sweetheart and I love their drag. I hope they get in Dragula if they want to do it. Still. It sounds very Dragula. Yeah. Um, but the other story, which I feel like I've talked about before, it's the infamous spring of people shitting on stage. Oh, God. <laughs> so there was a competition. It was my first like introduction to Brooklyn, um, called Mix BK, mm-hmm. formerly Mrs. BK, but now mm-hmm. it's mixed because, uh, we've had non-binary performers and winners, um, and the first one I remember was Harjuku, formerly Harajuku, now Chiquita, um, doing, um, let the rain fall down the Hillary Duff song. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Um, into a kiddie pool where, um, she douched live on stage. Um, and okay. luckily for this performance, she was very clean beforehand. Oh, I was <laughs> so. like, Oh God, I would, I just wouldn't want to see it. If it was all- um so that was a very messy night now i think about it because now um uh, my roommate linda felcher also did a number involving an enema um but this enema had fake blood and she uh it was around her neck and she squirted it and it got everywhere (laughs) um not a fan of like which when it gets on me not a fan. yeah which was also (laughs) iconic because i remember the finale was at this venue um weeks later and like the blood was still on like some of the parts of like the the building which was amazing um and then the one i think about often um i don't know if i should say her name 
Um, I don't think she performs anymore, but it's, um, I know she's a DJ. Um, I'll do it. Uh, She had a campaign leading up to this performance where she was like, it was like hysterical. And I think about this a lot. It was just, um, she was like, I'm a performance artist. I went to art school, like being like very like fake and like that kind of regard. Um, And then this performance was um, the artist is present was like streaming like or like a clip from it was like streaming on a projector right next to her and she was doing a little song i don't remember what it was but halfway through she douches with waffle mix and then proceeds to shit on a waffle iron oh yeah you told me cook this. it and then eat it and the rumor is i didn't witness most of this or smell most of this oh, God. the rumor is she wasn't fully cleaned. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and it smelled. Uh, and it smelled for a few weeks. Um, uh, so I think about that a lot. And that night in sp- uh, particular, cause th- that was the night I was performing in that um, competition. And I met some of my longtime Brooklyn friends there. Um, and I also looked probably the best I've ever looked. Um, the first time I wore my high priestess outfit um out and um yeah it was a special night and that it was just a night that was filled with poop <laughs> um but yeah um that was the crate literally the craziest weeks it was like my first time in brooklyn too so <laughs> that's a very welcome to brooklyn moment yeah I, I i felt like i was like oh i'll fit in here yeah, yeah. i'll be i'll be okay yeah, yeah don't so. that. okay and we'll just end the show how we usually end things. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to take your show, take your drag, whatever it is mm-hmm. the hell you're working on in the next two years? <laughs> Since we're, we're uh, at the two-year anniversary. Yeah, two years. Oh, that's so interesting. Because, like, I want more for this podcast, Me obviously. Too. Um, I mean, As I've we do it. nothing. We do nothing, we do nothing to, nothing. like, actually try to do that. But in yeah. our heads, we, like, the idea of it. <laughs> I mean, I would love to get on a network. Um, I feel like we do enough good work that we should. Yeah. Um, and I love our partnership with work. So, um, yeah. I just want to do more content with this somehow. Maybe having a show would be a good idea. I, like, I'm uh, just like, you know what? I think we talked about it before, like we doing an anniversary have, show. But... Or even just, yeah, we talked about it pre-pandemic. But even yeah. just like, I don't know. I would love to do even like a talent show, but not not a talent show the way like we've experienced it. Like a talent yeah. show, like people would actually want to do. You know what I mean? Like a a talent show that's not a competition. Like no one wins like, anything. Like a comp- <laughs> no, like a competition, but it's not like the way you've experienced competitions in New York. Okay. Like something that people would actually want to do. Yeah, I, just, I don't know. Just throwing um, ideas out there. <laughs> yeah, I because I. I would love to get more people involved and see, hear yeah. their stories and shit to a little it, I, like I've just missed like I'm not obvious I don't really do any sort of performance in New York but mm-hmm. I would just I just miss like connecting with people so yeah um I feel like I, I've had this critique for some other competitions that I will not name yeah um I I don't think we have the standing the social standing to be like we're gonna be the judges no I would um, want to host it. Oh, see, I would want to be a judge. Oh, you want to judge? <laughs> I mean, we could do yeah. the Boulay brothers, host and judge. Oh my gosh. Um, 
But I wouldn't even I, mind doing like a because we talked about it with Gina, I think on her episode. Like I wouldn't even mm. mind doing like a TikTok competition, just something short and oh sweet God, that we don't okay. have to do much for. <laughs> um, we're gonna do an Instagram drag competition where we have fantasy leagues of drag race contestants. <laughs> 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 oh my God. When I first started drag, that's all who would follow me was all these like comp- like fake competitions on Oh, Instagram. yeah. What the hell is that? I keep seeing because I'm trying to like build a presence for works on Instagram. And that's all mm. I keep seeing everywhere. Um, really weird. Some of them are like bedroom queen like competitions, mm-hmm. which I think that's a good uh, platform. Pre- yeah, platform for that. Um, I've been obsessed with some other like um, amateur drag stuff. Like uh, there was a budget rupaul's drag race um hosted by some like college kids in like pennsylvania that uh, it was all on youtube and like it was like early drag race it was that energy and it was so good and so dramatic i think they called it like jupaul's drag race and the host was called jupaul because i guess he was jewish i don't know Sounds i'm, like I'm it. just Sounds like i'm it. just quoting them i'm not saying that as someone um, who's half jewish you can say it <laughs> okay. um and yeah so i was obsessed with that um Anyways, back to me (laughs) and the podcast. Um, Yeah, um, drag wise, I want to perform more. Um, I I do I do have Dragula ambitions, not for this next season, but maybe maybe a season or two. You might see me. Who knows? That Um, sounds like someone who's auditioning right now would say. I I literally am not auditioning. I promise you, I am not auditioning. I I don't think I'm currently ready, um, but I, I want to get there. Um, and so right now that's like a big goal um, to get ready for Dragula uh, season five, season six, who knows. Um, and uh, just keep producing photography series. Um, love what I, I love when I do shoot and create like a whole narrative that way. Um, and then, yeah, I, I want to get reacquainted with the drag scene here because I, I miss everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and soon I'll be vaccinated and soon I can be second dick in the Rosemont again. So, you know, <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> sure. I have been in the room where people were doing coke in the bathroom. That's and I just Brooklyn. I just did poppers. And I think someone's dick was out. I don't remember. <laughs> what a wonderful night. I know. Um, what about you, Caitlin? I know you talked about the yeah, I mean, goals, I don't but... have any grand ambitions, honestly. Literally, all I want right now is just another show. <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> so, we'll see what's going on with, like, my personal life. Um, so, Caitlin's going to help me to get on Dragula Season 5. Honestly, that's, I'm just like... <laughs> that's her goal. <laughs> I know, right? Um, let's see. Well, I wanted to say something. It's like escaping me. Um, oh, I just kind of like want to grow the podcast. I want us like to have mm. more listeners. I know yeah. we're nobodies, but I would like us to be a semi nobody, like slightly I above be, a nobody. What kind of level of fame do I want to be? Danny Bonaducci. That's the level of fame I want to be. That's. <laughs> I mean, he's fairly famous. He's a name. But no one likes Part- him, well, and no I'm okay with him, that. But, like Partridge Family, that was the shit. Yeah, back in like the 60s, 70s, seventies. Yeah, uh, I like the Partridge Family. I that was just a name I pulled out of the. Literally, air. I just want like more people. Like, it's an, it's not because I'm not an egocentric person. Like mm-hmm. I don't care how many followers I have, like stuff like that. But I do want people to, like actually listen to. Yeah, the, the I think- work we produce. 
Yeah. If that makes uh, sense. <laughs> I mean, any type of content production, I I just want eyes on it or yeah. ears. Um, so. We'll see if we can grow it. I mean, we say all these things and then we do absolutely nothing. We do the bare yeah. minimum. <laughs> We're lazy girls. It's We're lazy. Like, yeah. So we'll see. There's, I mean, honestly, just seeing normal drag again, that's like my number one goal right now. Like, I just miss going to shows and seeing people. I think things are going to start opening up again. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll it's see. already, it's slowly happening in New York. Yeah. I feel like the pandemic, like, forced us to, like, appreciate what we have yeah and i was i was so burnt out before the pandemic happened and then the pandemic happened and now i'm i'm refreshed i'm ready for it yeah um i just need that i just need that moderna or pfizer yeah but or astrazeneca (laughs) i I don't even know that one oh that's it's it's basically what happened to johnson johnson but a little bit worse with like the side Uh. effects so they, uh, they stopped it. Like, they never brought it to the U.S. Like, it's gotcha. here, but, like, they never administrated it. Gotcha. Well, um, that's our little catch-up. That's Yay. our two-year anniversary, kids. It's been a ride, and we appreciate everybody that listens to us. Yeah, we appreciate uh, all our guests. We do. Um, we have some lovely guests. Um, some of them I wish might come back. We'll see. I've, I've had some ideas of getting certain people back. Um, yeah. Uh, if you are like, if you've done drag for more than two years and you listen to our podcast and like you are interested in the show, I can't guarantee you'll get on, but I'd love to just, you know, audition for us. Yeah. I'd love to just like, you know, especially either in New York or even out of New York. Like, I just Mm -hmm. like to hear people from different walks of life. Like, that's what I like to do. So, um, feel free to DM. DM me, Caitlin, or the Wigging Out podcast Instagram. Yeah, yeah we need more uh, Instagram followers, everyone. Su- or, you know, send me a dick pic if you want. I don't care. Um. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm literally going to turn our Wigging Out um, Instagram into Ork.com part two, where it's just memes. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine pu- with that. I'm pulling the I'm Hey fine. Queen Instagram that I used to run. Just Do it. memes. I'm fine with it. Um, but I was Martyr. I was C. Tepper. And this was Wigging Out two year anniversary yeah, special. We um, here's to two more bitches. I hope more than two. Well, we'll see. I don't know. If, if we'll we could get through two, two, two more, that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine a decade on this. <laughs> we could though. The, the thing, the we way could. our thing is set up, like we could go forever. But we're not um, going to do that. We're not going forever. We'll but. see. Bye, kids. <laughs>